Well, welcome back to my pod and can you believe we are on episode 10? This is my final episode for season one and I couldn't thank you so much for tuning in over these past few weeks. This week on the pod, I'm going to be talking about life, my update, what's been going on. I'll be giving you some advice for my Motivational Mondays and of course, talking about one of your most asked topics, which is confidence. So stay tuned. So today on the pod, I thought I would give you a bit of a life update as well. And like I was even looking back and you seem to be really liking the episodes on my own. And that's something I want to grow on myself and my confidence, would you believe? Because I'm so used to like chatting on my stories, like 30 seconds, a few minutes that when I actually have to talk to you for like 20 minutes, half an hour, I'm like, so don't worry. It's not just you. If you suffer with your confidence in any sort of way, I have areas as well, which I want to work on, which is why I'm doing this pod and... I like doing the episodes on my own because it is a challenge for me, but I think when I have something to say, I really want to delve into it. Um, So basically the update, what's going on in my life at the moment is if you don't follow me on Instagram, I actually done Reiki level one. And basically this is like healing, you know, going inwards, really sitting with yourself. And it's something I wanted to do for about two years. But, you know, prior to the breakup and stuff like that, I was like, you know what? I wasn't ready for it at all. And then COVID hit and so much hit as well. So now I'm like, I want to let things go. I want to leave things in the past. Um, It's not even got to do with the breakup, but it's more like, you know, anything to do with like childhood, stories in your head, self-belief, like, because that would be something I still would suffer with as well. I think everybody suffers with, you know, some sort of self-belief, self-doubt, am I good enough? And if if they're if they don't, then they're lying because everyone has a little story in their head on what they feel they're not good enough at or, you know, and that's something then I was like, I really want to start pushing through these barriers for me to heal from certain things, to get to the next level, to actually learn more about myself. So I went to Reiki, done level um one, and I'm actually on day eleven now of my one hour Reiki clan so I have to meditate for one hour a day and like Dan who actually has this podcast studio was like I find that really hard and I actually am which is really weird because I do meditate a bit like 10 15 minutes and it's fine but actually allowing myself I'm actually allowing myself to just be for one hour and and giving that time going I've no choice I have to be disciplined and do an hour because that's just the way the Reiki clans for level one is and I've never properly just said I'm you know just let myself go to be like you have to do this for an hour and I've just sunk into it because I know there's no way out and I have to do it and just actually absorbed it just started to be and you know the first weekend I did it I felt so sick so ill my stomach bloating oh god I won't tell you the rest (laughs) but like I was like what the hell's going on but that's obviously I was releasing stuff so then obviously I'll be finished the Reiki cleanse by the time you listen to this guys but um I'm actually finding it really just chilled and I find my my head would normally be racing and my thoughts would be like you know going to town but I've just become more present just now, just being like, oh, I'm here now recording the pod with you guys. Normally I'd be like, I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to do this. That meditation just for the last 10 or 11 days, I've actually just been me, just be like, just be. And I think that's something what I found really hard to find, to accept was just being, just be. And I had that conversation with my mom actually only last week. I was like, 
I really enjoyed the Reiki weekend. And she was like, I'm happy for you. And she, I, I actually only realised, I was like, I was able to just be. I've never actually just been there, present, totally. I know I practice mindfulness, but just being so absorbed in something. I didn't check my phone for the day. I was communicating with new people, like-minded people that I just was like, oh my God, number one, I'm my authentic self. I am me, I'm showing up. But I actually just felt so relaxed and in the moment. And I think that's something that as you get older as well, you actually realise that we don't give enough credit to ourselves and we don't give back to ourselves enough. And that's something over the last, I'd say, two months, I actually realised I needed to start changing and implementing things into my life that I wanted to evolve because I was always just being a busy fool, like slotting things in. And I didn't realise the extent, and I'm learning about myself so much all the time. That's why I'm on this pod to share this journey with you. And behind the scenes, not just on Instagram, that I've learned over the last few weeks that we really have to go in on ourselves and give back to ourselves first so we can give to other people. And it's okay to be alone. It's okay to sit with your thoughts, but then remember thoughts aren't facts. Like, you know, the way... You can get anxious thoughts and be like, and then they start having legs, etc. But I've actually just been like, no, no, chill out. And meditation has really helped me with that. So if you are getting into it, even try like a minute or two minutes. But I never knew I'd actually get to even the start of this place. And already I'm hooked with that. And I just think like there's such a well-being movement at the moment that you can be that version. Like I always thought that, you know, practicing well-being. I see so many people out there, amazing people like Sinead Hegarty and Yoga Jen, you know, Jenny Keane. There's so many people who are just being themselves, but they have different niches. And I always thought if I wanted to be someone into well-being, oh, I'd have to go around with harem pants and gongs and drink green juice all the time. No, I actually don't. You can still go out, have a good time, have a few drinks and um, be who you want to be, but have this other layer. And I think that's why I'm very lucky with you guys and the community I have that are listening to me or watch me on Instagram that, you know, I want to show you guys that you can be that person. You can be anyone you want to be. You don't have to be constantly, oh, I need to be, because I was shooting on myself, as you'd say, oh, I should be this, I should be that, I should be doing this. And then I just had this aha moment doing my mindfulness course thinking, I don't have to be like that. I don't have to be like that. I shouldn't be like that. I can just be me. And I think that Reiki week weekend just made me think, just be yourself. Just be you. Just be in that moment. Don't try chase something else or compare something else. And just let let, let yourself go nearly. Because I think for years I just held on to stuff like I should be doing this and I should be going here and people pleasing this person and doing this and escalating in my career. I wasn't just letting myself be. And I think this self-development journey that I'm on now is actually just letting myself be. And even my mom said that to, to me. She was like, Emma, you were always so busy that you were never just letting yourself be. And I can just see you evolving through that. And even by me being vulnerable with people, you know, now and you guys on the pod, it's helping me so much more. And if I can help you, then imagine where you can be so that's like kind of my two cents on Reiki I could be here for a while and then I was actually then at a wedding and then forbidden fruit so like how nice is it 
to actually be out at festivals again. Like, and I thought I was going to be a bit anxious. I'm not going to lie. Cause like, you know, like I was after meditating before I went to the festival. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be hypersensitive here, the music. But I just let it go. I actually was like, right, leave that behind. I'm going here to have a good time. The music. And since I allowed myself to do that, it's like I flipped the switch because sometimes we can get so anxious going, I'm going to have to do this. The music is going to be noisy, people, and you actually create anxiety for yourself. But I've actually learned of, and I even reflected on that going, Jesus, I was able to flip the switch when I actually got there and I was enjoying, you know, talking to people. And I wasn't like in the crowds. I kind of was just to the side having a few drinks in one of the bars and... I just allowed myself and then I met my few friends and it was just so nice to catch up with loads of different people, people I haven't seen in the business. And it was just so nice. Now, I know it can be tiring as well because from yourself, emotionally and mentally talking to people and dancing and singing and, you know, that way interacting with people, it can be so draining. As you can tell, I'm probably still a bit hoarse. (laughs) But it was just so nice. And I actually only realised how much we actually missed out on human connection and how much that builds me up, like talking to people, laughing with people, even in my coaching, talking to you guys, talking to guests on here on the pod, how much that brings a smile to my face, the human connection. And I think over the last two years, like I was slowly nearly starting to become a bit of a hermit, not a hermit, but just being like, oh, I'll sit in and I'll do this. And it did, I'd say the start of the year, I really had to push myself back out. So I went from a social butterfly into a cocoon but then I've, I've found my own flow. I'm not forcing myself anymore to like be something because the version of me is not that version anymore. It's like a book when you think about it. Like we have different chapters in our life and we're constantly changing and evolving into the next chapter and moving on. So I've kind of realized that and it's self-acceptance as well. It's just like I said to you a minute ago, like letting yourself be and accepting that. But I just loved the social connection. I thought it was amazing. And then... What I'm learning so far, like I said, is social connection and then the power of like your mind, really. So the more I tap into myself, I'm like, I learn stuff about myself all the time. And I know that can be such a struggle for people is actually looking at yourself in the mirror and actually opening up and talking to yourself. I was I was that girl who was a busy fill for about 30 something years, always doing this, doing this, doing this, busy, busy, gym, see her. I ran away with myself. I was never sitting with my thoughts and I was constantly working on my physical self all the time. Where only the last two years, I've really honed into my mental, spiritual and emotional self. And I'm going to tap into this now, which is confidence, because that's something I always get asked about, especially on my motivational Mondays and how I, like, how I have gained confidence and... You know, a lot of people do say, where did I get it from? Like I, like I said to you, I still suffer with areas. And like, I've say put on whatever, like five, six pounds or whatever. And that would piss me off. I'm not going to lie because I do go to the gym. I do walk because I am accountable. But no offense, I could look at a Big Mac and put on a half a stone. That's just the way my metabolism is. And I've been tested for it, done tests. But come here, I could be here forever talking about that. But I just had this moment of, you know... I find it really hard to self-reflect as well. So I actually have to sit with myself going, okay, you're a few pounds heavier, but are you going to define your worth by your weight? And look at the work you've done mentally, emotionally and spiritually over the last two years. Is that worth that? Yes, it is. So when you start going inward and I start going inward, which I don't want to sometimes, I actually can 
nearly rewire my brain. And like, you can do that too, but it's like a simple life hack going, like you have to ask yourself these questions. And that's what I've been doing. So like now I'm like, right, I can still fit into my clothes, right, tick. I'm still going out my walks. I'm still being accountable. Yeah, I'd like to be a few pounds heavier, but do I like who I am now? Yes. Do I like who I'm becoming? Yes. Am I putting the work in? Yes. So that kind of nearly counteracts how I'm feeling. And that gives me more confidence then. But like even the stories in my own head, like life decisions, um, like even doing the pod, like I was scared shitless doing this. I'm not going to lie. And even here today, I was like, oh, I don't want to come in and talk. But I had to. I have to challenge myself because if I don't challenge myself, I'm not going to grow. And obviously, I like, hello, I, I coach people. I do kind of have to, how do you say, practice what I preach. And it's that inner talk that get that can get in on us. And that's something I'm learning all the time to just sit with and really I journal as well when I need to or if I need to talk to people always find your hype girls you know uh, and your real ones too because you do need constructive criticism but you can stay comfy I was staying comfy for so long and I'm after getting to a point now where I can't be comfy anymore because not that I compare myself but I look at other people and I go oh my god why can't I do this why can't I do that where before I was like mm, I don't know I don't know if I should do that and now I'm like why not why not and like Mark Fennell said there on one of the episodes in the pod you know there's plan A and there's plan B go all in on plan A so I'm literally doing that now I'm like I want to go in on myself because like if I don't take that chance on myself I'll never know and like for me, like, you know, I love a quote and stuff like that. It's like, I'd rather have the fear of doing it, which is really curiosity, than the regret, because like, there's so many ideas I have. And I'm like, why not just start that now? Why not? Like, and when we think about failure, we all are afraid of failing. But if we did it and we failed, we learn from it. It's like anything. It's like even a relationship. You did it, you learn from it, but not necessarily it was a, a failure, but there's lessons in there for you and that's how I'm trying to reprogram my brain into any kind of aspects in my life as well into like learning about me and giving back to me and it's like you know I, it's so funny that you, if, you, if you've ever read the book The Life Changing Magic of Not Giving a Fuck so beep excuse me for saying that but we're allowed curse on here <laughs> um but it's basically just saying, like, fuck it. Do you know that way? Like, why not? Like, what the hell? Who gives a F, as you'd say? Like, because if you're never going to try it, you're never going to know. Like I said to Adam Fogarty, try before you buy. So I'm finding that flow now of trying new things, like the pod, like a new college course, like Reiki. I know something will happen, but it's kind of having that belief in yourself going, I'm doing all this for the greater good. I'm doing this for something but I'm doing it for me first. I'm not doing it for other people because I think we can get so caught up in the people pleasing. And don't get me wrong, I was like I was that girl. Sometimes we do people please, but it's checking ourselves, check yourself before you wreck yourself, as I'd say. And it's going, okay, why am I doing this? You know, it's not for the other person. You, like I said, you need to fill your cup first before you can fill someone else's. So I'm in that phase. The last few weeks, I've really just tapped into myself and I just feel so good because I'm actually giving myself time and space to actually give back to myself instead of being a busy fool. And like, as I was saying about fear is like, I used to always be like, I'm afraid of this. You know, that gut feeling that in your stomach and you don't want to do it. But that's the same feeling as excitement. So it's me going, oh, 
I'm just excited about that. And if I don't try it, I'm never going to know. So I'm trying to like, you know, feel that energy in a good way, as you'd say. But even going back to say like confidence as well, like especially from, I think for me where confidence stemmed from was obviously being independent. I'm the eldest sibling of four. And I always, you know, being the big sister, you always look after them as well. And I always just, when I was younger, wanted to have my own money. So I started working when I was like 14. I said I was 16 in a sweet shop. And I just wanted my own money. And you know yourself back then, like my mom didn't have loads of money, but I wanted my own money. I wanted that independency, not having to ask them for a pocket money to go to the cinema to do things. So I wanted to have that independency on myself. And I didn't know how much I was conditioning myself by then. And then I always just wanted to, you know, get into fashion, go to college. And then, like, I think through that, I got more confidence in knowing that I could do what I wanted to do. And I remember the first memory of believing in myself was I wanted to do fashion design. And I really wanted to get into Clash to Eat. I was like, I want to give myself a year because I don't know what I want to do. I want to do a PLC before I take on four years of college. And even my dad was like, oh, Emma, would you not? I'm like, no, I just I just want to do a course to see where I want to go. I went to NCAD, I done the open days, but I just was like, I don't really want to do four years because I don't know what area I want to specialize in. So I applied for the PLC in Clash to Eda for fashion and design or fashion textiles. And I remember getting the letter in and it said, I didn't get accepted and I was like sorry what I was like like I actually was like no this can't be true and I just couldn't come to terms with it I was like no like this 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 is my life like this is where I want to go and I actually rang up the college and I said sorry I just want to double check that like you know I got in or you know what what the status is or you know can I apply again I was only 17 at the time and even me actually I'm going back to this memory in my head and they were like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. We actually sent out the wrong letter. That wasn't for you. That was for someone else. You are accepted. I was like, oh my God. So if I actually didn't ring up off my own bat to double check, I wouldn't, I actually would have accepted that I wasn't accepted to that college where I actually was. So that gave me a lot of confidence in myself to stand up for myself, you know, speak up and then from that, I was, say, like a year there. Then I worked with a fashion designer. And then I decided to do another course, with, which was in buying. And I always get still asked. So I was a retail bar for 10 years and I loved it. And, like, that gave me so much confidence, I think, to do, you know, to stand up, public speaking, travel by myself, um, work hard if I want something, I can get it. So even go, I remember going to the first interview and I was, like, went into the interview and I was like, oh, God, I don't even want to go. Like, after the interview, I was like, oh, no, that's just too hard for me. Like, I was only 21 at the time. And I was like, no, 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 no. But then I got a call back. And I was like, oh, but out of curiosity, I was like, oh, out of curiosity, me being me, because I love statistics, I love facts. I just was like, um, she's like, we want to call you back. We're getting call back. So I was like, oh, fine. So I got called back, but then I ended up getting the job. I was like, okay. But I just said, out of curiosity, how many people went for, you know, those analytical tests? And she was like 40-something. And you were in the top eight. I was like, oh my God. So, you know, like ask for feedback. That's one thing I do. I ask for feedback on, okay, what did I do right? What did I do wrong? Where can I grow from? I've always kind of been that person, but I'm only realizing now I have been that person. And I think sometimes people are too afraid to ask for feedback because when you get feedback, you can feed forward. So think of that way. If I get some feedback, it might be 
constructive but I can learn from that and I think that's how I've slowed it's actually even me saying it now out loud to you I'm like oh my god this actually came from somewhere I had it in me but I'm only self-aware now I had it in me do you know and when I started doing that you know through the buying that definitely really and kind of gave me the confidence to be like oh I can get that job or I can move out of this company I can leave this company I can grow somewhere else because growth doesn't come from your comfort zone it comes from discomfort so I was scared shitless leaving but I knew I had to do it for me I knew I had to move on to bigger and better things and I did it I did it and I was so proud of myself but I just knew like at the time, I was like, am I, you know, all these questions, am I doing the right thing? But I, I did, I did the right thing because I wouldn't be here today if I didn't do the right thing and I wouldn't have learned so much about me. And you evolve all the time. Like I said, you have different chapters of your life. One chapter for me was fashion. Now I'm in another chapter of like finding my flow, my well-being. Where's this going to lead to? And it's sharing it with you guys as well. And I'm going inwards. I'm reflecting. I'm not being afraid to kind of tell people how I feel you know that sort of way and I think if like if you're not afraid of owning up to your own truth you can actually do anything you want because you have the power and I'm slowly realizing that and I think by even like talking to you about my stories and from a personal place and sharing my confidence stories and sharing you know where I am today like I still have a long road to go but I think it's just it's it's nice that I can reflect that with you because I'm even going into my stories now and I'm like, oh my God, I did that. And like, I think you should do that too because I think I've gotten to a place because I'm journaling now. I'm not afraid. Yeah, I do be I do be fearful sometimes because there's so much I want to do out there. But it is about just staying in your own lane, not comparing yourself. Social media can be such a hard world out there that you're always going, look at her body, look what she has, look what he has. Why can't I have that? Obviously, you have to filter it rein it back in but why can't you have it why it's just hard work sometimes we want things handed to us and unfortunately it doesn't happen that does not happen it has to come with graft I feel like Kim Kardashian being like you've got to get up and work but it like it is and it's just taking ownership of that and just being like do you know what I'm just gonna have to put the work in for myself and it's not being afraid of giving back to yourself do you know I'm actually going to get to some questions then because I put up a question box about uh, the Motivational Mondays and I know that's something you really like to have, advice, you love tuning in on a Monday and I just wanted to like tap into that as well on the pod because it's my last episode of season one and like thanks so much to everyone who's like tuned in so I'm going to get to it. So the first one is is like toxicity with friends and you know, growing new friend relationships. So for me, I think you have to understand with friends that they either grow with you or you can grow apart. So it's up to you whether you want to take them along your journey. You can put effort in. But one thing for me, which really stuck with me when I was in my coaching uh, about three years ago, and there's a thing called the circle. So you have like your inner circle. So you, then you have your outside circle and your other circle. And it's thinking, okay, what friends are in my circle at the moment? Do I like having them in there? Okay, what friends could I push outside the circle a bit? I don't have to be hanging around them all the time, but I just need to give back to me more. So think of it kind of in that analogy being like, are they filling my cup up? Are they, are they draining me? So are they energy 
givers or drainers, but you'd still want to give them time. And that's okay because some people grow in different ways, but acceptance is key. So that's just, that's like something as a takeaway. And it's like, it's not, it's not being afraid to speak up, owning your truth, you know? Then another one here, let me see, is... Finding it very hard to get motivated and trying new things and really struggling with confidence. So I think for me, if if you want to try something new, why not? You know, what's the worst thing that can happen, okay? So if you think of a time when you actually did try something new and how that made you feel. You go back to those feelings going, oh my God, do you remember I actually went sea swimming? Like me, I hadn't been sea swimming in years since a kid and I was like, I done it, but I'm, I can just, the way it made me feel was amazing. That's why I keep on going back. So think of a time when you did try something new and you're able to like, you're able to bring yourself back. Um, and then tips for finding the cause of an unknown anxiety, depression. So for me, I would definitely seek therapy or counselling because they would definitely be able to hone in on that. Journaling is amazing and talking to someone. And then a long distance relationship. How do you give it before wanting commitment? I think talking, communication is key. Open up, say how you feel and just be real with that person because you'd rather walk away knowing you've actually said your feelings and being true to yourself than not saying what you need to say. So that's it for my last episode on season one. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in and to everyone who listened, liked, followed, subscribed. I can't wait to see you back in the next two, three weeks on season two.